Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Let's give it up for that intro song, people. That is a damn good intro song to get you pumped up, leading you into the Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and Race Tech. We are here another week, another damn episode. The year is almost over, but we're grinding like those guys in Supercross say. I'm just grinding day after day, but we are here in the studio today, and it's a doozy. You guys have been waiting for it. I haven't been lagging. Trust me on this. I'm only one human being over here at Kiefer Inc., so... Uh, Holy crap, it's been a long time coming, but we have the 2020 Gear Impression podcast right here, right now, where we go over nine sets of gear, we'll break them down with fit, function, durability, ventilation, how they worked, what's good, what's not, and some of you guys are saying, well, Kiefer, how are you going to work this out when Fly Racing is a sponsor of your podcast? Look. Fly Racing knows I'm no bullshit. We're going to break down their gear as well as eight others. And we're just going to tell the truth right here. That is why they're on this podcast because they're a good company and they know that I'm here not talking any shit. We're just straight up dudes talking about gear. We're going to break everything down for you right here, right now. But first things first, RockyMountainATVMC.com is the Trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. It's so damn easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the one and only one-stop shop for all of us out there to grab some goodies. It's the holidays. Go grab some goodies for yourself, for your loved ones, for your buddies. Stop over at RockyMountainATVMC.com and get it handled. Of course, Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. We're going to talk about the light hydrogen gear today and maybe some glove talk as well. But if you want to go check out their gear, go over to FlyRacing.com and browse around. They got more than just gear, people. You want to get some snowmobile stuff? They got it. You a BMX kid? They got that too. Connor Fields, Olympic gold medalist. He's a Fly Racing athlete. He's a badass dude, and he wears fly. So go check him out, flyracing.com. And last but not least, Racetech, racetech.com. You need your engine serviced. You want to get some more HPs? Send your head into those dudes. Andrew over there is a wizard. He's a young dude, man, but he's a smart guy. I wish I was as smart as Andrew when I was in my 20s. I wasn't. I was an idiot in my 20s. Gosh. Uh, <laughs> not to have a little rant about Racetech, but... uh. Man, I look at my kid, he's 13, and I always ask my dad, I go, was I that just dumb when I was 13? And he's like, oh yeah, you were probably worse. So, uh, Andrew, very smart dude, at a young age, knows his stuff over there. Send your engine over there, he will dial you in. And of course, the guys over there in the suspension department are badass. Race Tech Gold Valves, you want to plush your ride, some comfort, and still gain performance? 
Go check out Race Tech Gold Valves. Send your suspension in. And, uh, hey, get a better ride and thank me later. If you guys want a discount code over at Race Tech, hit me up. Chris at KeeferInkTesting.com. I will help you out with that. I will get you in contact with another Chris over at Race Tech. And we'll get you some uh, savings. You know, don't lighten up your wallet too much. Get a better machine and do not spend a crap ton. Racetech.com. So like I said, we're here. It took us a long time. I think I've been promoting this on my social media pages for about, gosh, I don't know, maybe over two months. But man, like I said, I'm only one dude over here at Kiefer Inc. I rode and tested in all of this gear, nine sets of gear. Originally, I had 10 sets of, of stuff here. But one of the companies wanted to uh, do a standalone test on their gear because basically I tried to encompass um, the highest level of of gear for each brand. So obviously it's more expensive, but then again, I wanted to try to get, because that's basically what I wear year-round, is high-level gear. We're going to do a mid-level gear um, impression here again, so... I'm not just catering to the guys with all the money. I just wanted to hit everything that I could possibly do with the high-end gear. So I got nine companies here, a bunch of notes, as you guys can hear in the background. took me a little while to to compile all this stuff and write it in. But um, the criteria basically was for me, would I look in a set of gear? Obviously, I know some of you guys are sitting there listening and go, oh, Kiefer, you don't pay for none of this shit, so it's all bullshit. But I'm telling you, I was there at one time. Uh, I paid for all my gear. I need gear that lasts. I can't just buy a two hundred, you know, two hundred dollar pant and expect it to go to shit in two months. I want it to last. So I tried to in, at least get ten engine hours on each set of gear. Now, look, could I have gone longer? Of course. Could I do more of a durability test on each set of gear? Of course. But to, in order to get this stuff out to you guys, I have to have some kind of time limit. So I feel like. Within 10 hours of me riding, and I seem to tear up gear pretty quick if it's not made right. So um, the magic number for me was 10 hours. Within that lifespan of 10 engine hours, I can break down some gear. Uh, the leather knee will start coming apart. The stitching will come apart. I will get some holes uh, near the yoke of the pant. So for me, 10 engine hours is a great benchmark to, to see how the how durable this stuff is. So I kept a log, I kept my hours, and I went over 90 hours total. Uh, different bikes, of course, but nonetheless, uh, rode with nine sets of gear at, at any given time. And, and that riding encompasses a little bit of trail riding. I couldn't totally go up into the trees and expect some of this gear to last, because let's face it, this high-end, high-line gear is really thin at times, right? So branches is gonna branches are gonna just rip the jersey apart, the pan apart. This stuff that we're talking about here today is a performance-based, mostly motocross sets of gear. For you off-road guys, we're gonna try to do something as well. We're gonna do a midline level impression, and then I got my guy Michael Allen on the on the horn here and we're going to do an off-road style shootout gear impression. So we're going to try to encompass more of that in 2020, but I wanted to at least get you guys a high-level um, test with some high-level gear and give you guys some, some feedback on what is worth the money. 
look, pants and jerseys are expensive, and we're going to run down the prices of each of the, uh, each of these pants right here. But you're looking at two hundred bucks for a pair of pants, um, and it's. I remember going to Chaparral when I was a young kid. I always wanted my dad to take me to Chaparral back in the day because they had all the gear, and I can look through all the gear, and I try all this gear on. I was like a chick going to Nordstrom's, you know? Went to Chaparral, I tried all this gear on, and my favorite gear back in the day was AXO Series 95 gear. Of course, you guys know that as Bradshaw. That's what I related it to, and I love that gear. And I remember the, the Series... 95 gear was like, I don't know, 69.95 for a pair of pants and it was like either 19.95 or 29.95 for a jersey. And my dad was like, 100 bucks for gears? No way. We're not getting that. So, I wore Gear Racewear, if you guys remember that. That was one of my first sponsors as a gear company, Gear Racewear. That stuff wouldn't last me more than 2 hours. I would go out two or three times after school and have a rip. I would complain to my dad like, "Hey, dude, can we go to Chaparral, please? Please, let's go to Chaparral. He's like, no, you just got a set of gear. I'd rip the shit out of it. So I grew up pretty frugal. My dad uh, was a blue-collar dude, didn't have a lot of money. So, again, I understand what you guys are going through. It's expensive. I understand that. Most of you guys that hit me up on an email look for high-level ends of gear, and that is the reasons why we're doing it. Again, the criteria, 10 hours. I look for fit. If it's true to size, function, basically what function is, guys, is how it performs when I'm riding. Do I get snags? Do I get hung up? Is it seamless? Um, How much stretch do I have? What's the materials like? That is basically function. Durability category is I have uh, obviously 10 engine hours on this stuff. How did it hold up? You know, is there any wear marks? Is there rips? Is there tears in the seams? Ventilation. How well does it breathe? Again, I know some of you guys back there listening in back east, it's snowing its balls off right now, and uh, here it's actually raining, but out here in Southern California, it's basically 50 to 90 degrees year-round, and we need gear that ventilates. So I had to include ventilation, so if you guys are out there in the snow right now and you're listening to this and you say, man, this gear ventilates a lot, maybe that's not what you're looking for, but... Also in this gear impression, there's some gear that doesn't ventilate a lot. So maybe that's geared more towards your type of riding back east. So make sure you listen to that. And as well, knee. So the knee area is important because everyone's legs are shaped different. And of course, most of this gear is an athletic cut or compression type of gear. So these sizes go up to size 38. Almost all of these companies here in this podcast go from a 28 to a 38 sizing. If you're a 38, it's okay to wear athletic cut gear. Don't think, hey, man, I'm too fat. I can't wear that shit. That's bullshit. I try to tell Steve he can wear some uh, fly light hydrogen gear because that's more of an athletic cut type of gear. But he can squeeze into a 38 now. I feel like he can try to get that. And with the boa reel, I feel like he can get that sizing down right. So... But with the leg, everyone's legs are different. I'm built um, a little bit thicker up on top, and I'm basically chicken legs on the bottom. So how do knee braces fit inside of this gear? So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And, of course, jersey, same thing, fit, function, durability, and ventilation. We're going to talk all about that. And just for shits and giggles, I'm going to throw in a little glove talk, too, because obviously this, these gear companies, 
sent me some uh, gloves with each set of gear. I don't really want to encompass too much of the glove in this uh, podcast, but I will touch on if they are good or not. Good or not, because honestly, I'm a pain in the ass when it comes to gloves, and I'm not a very good judge of character for you guys out there listening to uh, really rate a glove. Because I hate almost all gloves out there. It doesn't matter what company. There's only a couple companies out there that gloves are comfortable enough for me to wear. So I will go over some of that and let you guys know um, which ones are comfortable for me. All right, so getting right down to it, let's start off with the Alpine Stars Super Tech Gear. This is the high-end level Alpine Stars racing product. Alpine Stars has been in the game for quite a long time. Just recently, I know some of you guys say, I can't get the gear. Well, it's available now. It's in dealerships. Um, Rocky Mountain stocks it. So there's uh, many, many companies out there slash distributors that carry Alpine Stars gear. It's not just in Europe now. So it is available, and it has been for three years or so. And uh, Alpine Stars Supertech is an athletic cut gear. The pant is $229.95. The jersey is $89.95. This is one of the most expensive sets of gear that there is in this podcast. The fit of this pant is snug. Now, when I say snug, it's not tight. So if I'm a size 32, let's just call that right now. So when I talk about all this this stuff here, you just know I'm a size 32. It is a little bit snug when you put it on. It's a little bit tighter around the thigh. It's a little bit tighter around the knee. So just know that. I've had a couple of guys wear this stuff that they had to go up a size. So that is not uncommon. So just know, Super Tech, if you're a size 34, you may need a size 36 if you're a little bit thicker on the bottom half, okay? Um, In the crotchal region, it is a little bit snug. So uh, you will notice, and and this is going to sound pretty funny, but uh, if you have a bulge, okay, you might have to readjust a little bit because it is a little bit tighter up in the crotchal region. But what I mean about snug yet stretchy is once you have the pant on, it has a lot of movement. It's not the materials that Alpine Stars uses is one of the better um, materials in this this little podcast that we're talking about. This little impression that we're doing, um, moving around on the bike, sitting on the bike, you might feel like, hey, this is a little bit snug. But once you're moving around and while you're riding, it stretches very nicely. Um, the yoke of the pant uh, doesn't move around a lot, which I like. You don't want a pair of pants with the yoke that moves around and slides back and forth, which can chafe your ass and also untuck your jersey. Um, the materials that Alpine Stars uses is very stretchy, and although it is tighter in the knee, it basically will accept any type of knee brace. So in this shootout, I will mention as well that I didn't mention in the criteria, I used a CTI knee brace. I used a asterisk cell knee brace, and I tried a Mobius knee brace, and I even tried an EVS knee brace on all of these. At one point in time, I either A, put those knee braces on and, and tried each pan on, or actually went riding with them. So these Alpine Star Super Tech pants will accept all of those braces, and although tight, is stretchy enough where it doesn't bind on the bike. That's what I like. For me... I'm 170 pound, guys. I like a little bit of a skinnier type cut, athletic type cut. I don't mind the snugness. 
I just got to make sure my materials are stretchy enough where I'm not constricted. There's a difference between snug and constricted. Um, we will move forward in this podcast, and I'll talk to some, uh, some of you guys about constrictiveness, if that's a word. But the Alpine Star Super Tech gear will be fine if you just if you need to go up a size. If you're a thicker guy down below, I recommend going up one size. Um, at one point in time, a couple of years ago, the Super Tech gear was really tight and constrictive, but now the materials have changed, and it's gotten better over time. I like that. What about the function of the pants? So, like I said, when I, once I have it on, I'm moving around the bike. It's pretty seamless. There's no snags. There's no um, hang-ups when I'm lifting my leg up. Um, the leather knee area doesn't have a, cr- a crease like some of these other pants that we'll talk about. Um, when you bend your knee on the bike and you're gripping with your legs, um, there's some gaps and stuff on your bike. The leather knee stays close enough where it doesn't snag. I like that. Also, um, the materials, like I said, like the used is a soft, supple material and it feels good on your skin. I am a knee brace pant wearer guy okay if you guys don't know what knee brace pants are asterisk zero g or liat makes a a knee brace pant where it's basically a pant that folds over the knee brace so your knee brace doesn't move i know some of you guys out there have uh, bicycle shorts or you just might wear ethicas or underwear and then your knee brace but if you guys are a knee brace type of dude look into those knee brace pants they're they're a godsend they're bitching because you can ride all day and you don't have to uh, adjust your knee brace. So um, with or without that pant, because I went back and forth because I know some of you guys do not wear that pant, uh, I like because I like the Supertech pants because my knee braces do not slip. Uh, it's tight enough in the knee area where my knee braces do not move, and uh, that is one aspect that I really look into because when I ride, most of the time I'm out there at least most of the day, and uh, I don't want my knee brace to be moving around on me. So the Supertech pant encompasses that knee brace and really keeps it intact, which is very good to me. So durability for a, a minimalistic pant is excellent for Supertech. Again, you don't need to be going out in the trees and stabbing yourself with roots and, and, and sticks and things. It's not going to last to that. But for moto, the occasional crash, um, you know, handlebar hitting your, your, your pant, the durability of the Supertech stuff is excellent. Um, the ratchet style closure system hasn't have uh, doesn't have any issues for me. It's easy to use, um, no problems there. I know some of you guys are saying, "Oh, Eli Tomac's pants, dude." I again, we've talked about this before. I do not know what Eli Tomac is wearing, but I've ridden a hell of a lot of time, not just this ten hour span in these super tech pants, and I've had no problems with my closure system. So there's no problems there. Um, durability, like I said, the knee area is excellent. It wears nicely. Um, I have actually have a little bit over 10 hours on this pant, and the leather knee is just now starting to show signs of rubbing, where the leather is starting to break away a little bit. So that is excellent. I like that. Um, again, knee brace fitment is all... All good. All those knee braces fit fine in there, but just know that the sizing may have to go up one size to accommodate your thicker legs if you are, a, um, like I said, I'm a 32, so you might want to go to 34 if you're a little bit thicker of a dude. Uh, moving on to the Supertech jersey for $89.95. Again, 
one of the most expensive jerseys in this podcast. It is a tight fit. So straight up, I'm normally a medium. I went up one size. So I'm a large in the Supertech jersey. It is tight, athletic fit around the arm. I don't have huge arms. I don't got pythons, right? But it is snug and tight around my um, from my wrist all the way up to my shoulder. You'll, if you're not used to that, it might be a little bit of a shock to you to wear the Supertech jersey because it is such a, a snug fit from the shoulder on down. Again, there is a purpose to having tight-fitting gear, I should say snug-fitting gear, that doesn't flap in the breeze or in the wind or when you're riding. You feel more streamlined on the bike. Alpine Star Supertech, as soon as you put the gear on, I feel like I can move around better on the machine because it is a more streamlined, athletic type of cut. If you guys have never worn a worn, sorry, um, athletic type of gear, you might think I'm full of shit. And you're like, dude, it doesn't matter. Like, come on. We ain't cyclists. We don't need all the streamlined bullshit. But I'm telling you guys, some you guys don't think about it. We go 40, 50, 60 miles an hour when we ride, and... Some of that streamlined, tighter-fitting, snugger-fitting gear actually helps when you're moving around on the bike because there's less drag. And that ain't no bullshit. I've noticed that over the years as athletic type of gear has been available. And I look back on some of the gear I've worn, and no wonder I felt big on the bike and heavy because some of that gear was flapping in the breeze and, and the materials were heavier. So for sure... You will have to get used to it if you've never worn athletic type compression type of gear, but um, there is a difference, okay? So like we mentioned earlier, I was talking about having too tight of gear versus having a snug fitting type of gear. The Alpine Star Supertech jersey is a snugger fit, but the materials, the function um, of this jersey is excellent. It has a very soft feel. It doesn't feel coarse after I sweat. I know sometimes after I sweat in other jerseys that when it dries, it creates a brittle, hard feeling. This jersey doesn't do that. It wicks away sweat nice. It is one of the better ventilated jerseys out there. I like that. Um, The durability of the jersey is not as good as the pant. I will say in the back of the neck area, um, it does fray a little bit. And again, I wash all my gear the same. I put it in cold water, gentle um, cycle. Um, I don't dry my gear. I let my gear hang dry. So uh, just know that. But for some reason, the materials, when it stretches out near the neck area, it will fray a little bit in the back. So after 10 hours, I have noticed some fraying near the back of the neck area of the jersey. So just know that. Um, don't try to stretch the shit out of this this Supertech um, jersey. And I've warned Alpine Stars about this, and they know about it. But it will fray a little bit, so just know that. So eighty nine ninety five for the jersey. Um, it's an excellent set of gear, guys. I really like the gear a lot. It's one of my favorite sets to wear out of all these uh, these nine sets. And uh, again, um, you will have to get used to a little bit of a, a snugger fit with this. So just know that you may have to go up a size. Um, one of the most expensive gear um, sets of gear in this podcast, but. Um, the pant is exceptional when it comes to durability, and I would say the jersey is middle of the road. Alpine Stars um, has been notified about the fraying on the back of the neck, so 
I'm sure that will be addressed here fairly soon. But like I said, I've worn this stuff quite a long time, and if that's all that I'm getting and complaining about, that's not a bad thing. Okay, moving on to the Answer Trinity line of gear. Ryan Villapoto's choice of gear nowadays. Pant is $199.95. Jersey is $74.95. And the fit on the Answer Trinity pant is as advertised. I'm a 32. These Trinity pants are a 32 fit. You have some room. If you're a little bit, let's say you're a 33, I would say a 32 pant will do you just fine. Sometimes in jeans, I wear a 33 just because I like a little bit of a, a looser fit around my waist. The answer Trinity is kind of like that. You can uh, buckle this Trinity pant up and tighten it up to where it doesn't slip and slide down. So true to size, I like that. The function of the Trinity pant is really good. Um, I would say one of the two most underrated sets of gear in this impression podcast you don't hear a lot about answer trinity gear and maybe because that's the marketing i don't know uh how they market their stuff but for me i don't see a lot of it out there at least people talking about it and when i wore it i was uh pleasantly surprised the function of it the material of the pant is really nice around the thigh it is not as tight as the super tech gear or some of these other lines of gear in here so if you're looking for a little extra room for a high-end type of gear. The Answer Trinity is a snugger fit, but not quite as much as the Supertech. So um, a little bit more room in the knee, a little bit more room in the crotchal region, and I would say it has a little bit more room in the, in the seat or the ass of the pant. And um, I didn't mind it as much. I Like I said, I'm more of a snugger um, type of fit rider, but this... I could totally see working for some of you guys that do not want to feel like um, you got a pair of pajamas on. I know some of my older friends might, Kiefer, you look like you're wearing a pair of pajamas because it's so tight. It doesn't feel like that when I'm riding, but some of your older dudes may not like that style. So look towards the Answer Trinity line because it has a little bit more room and it doesn't look or feel as tighter as tight as the Supertech stuff. Durability of this Trinity pant is excellent. The materials aren't as soft, I would say, in the yoke or the thigh area of the pant as a, a Fly Light Hydrogen or even this Alpine Star Supertech. So if you're not a stickler when it comes to materials and maybe you don't notice it as much as I do, there is no problem with uh, the material on this Answer Trinity line of gear. Um, again, durability is excellent. I've actually, uh, funny story with this stuff, so I was out riding in the desert after rain and I, and I made a motocross track, a turn track, maybe a couple of miles from my house. And, of course, when I do make these, these tracks, I run over some sticks. Uh, I build some corners around these brush, these um, little bushes. And, of course, Steve Mathis hates that, but that's how we do it up here in the high des. And, of course, the bushes will hit the pant from time to time and snag. I've had zero problems with the pant getting holes in them or getting frayed or snagged. The seams have been excellent. The knee area is also excellent, except, like I said, a wide range of knee braces, possibly better than the Supertech. So, like I said, a little bit more room in the knee area, and the durability has been superb. Zipper, buckle system, zero problems with that. And, uh, well, like I said, one of the most underrated sets of gear in this impression podcast. Jersey, 
The fit is a little bit bigger than advertised. Like I said, I'm usually a medium, sometimes a large, but I actually could go to a small if I wanted to in this Trinity jersey. So if you're a medium, I would say stick with a medium. If you like a little bit um, of a longer tail, I went to a small and the tail is not as long, so it didn't stay tucked in as good. So um, for me, definitely the arm feeling, the arm area is more of a relaxed fit and not not much of an athletic type of cut. So from shoulder down, has more room in the arm area. The torso, chest area is not as tight as some of the other lines of uh, gear in this podcast. So it's tough for me as you advertise your, your stuff as an athletic set of gear, but yet the jersey has a little bit more room than the pant. So if you like that sort of thing, Trinity is excellent in that area. You want a little bit more room for an underprotector, Trinity is excellent in that area. Durability, excellent. No problems with pant or jersey in the durability department. Seams, no fraying, all of that stuff is excellent. It's well made, it's well built. I like that you can just hammer this stuff and it'll last. It does not ventilate as well as other sets of gear here, so... Just know that is a little bit warmer for you East Coast guys in the winter. This could be the way to go. And, of course, if you guys want to go see the complete line of Answer products, go to AnswerRacing.com. All right, moving on to O'Neill Airwear. I chose the Airwear because it's a new line from O'Neill, and, of course, I want to get as much ventilation as I possibly can. And I know they have the hardware um, line of gear that's been in circulation for many years over at O'Neill. But airwear is something new for O'Neill. Uh, it's a little bit more ventilation. It's more um, perforated, and uh, I wanted to try that. So that is where we're at with O'Neill. The pant is one sixty nine ninety nine. The jersey is forty four ninety nine. Quick thing about O'Neill. For me, I feel like they don't have that cool factor, right? And that's not a bad thing. And I don't mean that as a dig. I just feel like when you think of O'Neill. Before Dean Wilson, you weren't thinking that O'Neal's badass wear. You see the older type of guy wearing O'Neal gear. And there's a reason for that. We're going to discuss that. But my dad wore O'Neal gear for years. I remember growing up, he loved O'Neal products because it's durable. Nothing has changed since I was a teenager. Right now, this airwear stuff, even though it's a ventilated type of gear, I would assume that would be less durable. No. This stuff is, you want the longest lasting set of gear? This stuff will last a long time. You want one set of gear for the whole year? O'Neill is the company, man. I've worn hardware stuff that um, you can go to keyforingtesting.com and, and read a article that I just put up about the hardware line of gear. It's great. It, it lasts a long time. This airwear is no different. It lasts a long time. Let's talk about the fit a little bit, though, on the pant. So the fit is true to size. If you're a 32, you're a, you're a 32 in this airwear pant. That's not the problem. The problem for me that I've come across that was a little bit different than other pants is the crotch is a little bit lower of a crotch. So when you go to lift your leg up and over onto the bike, the crotch is sticks down lower, so it feels a little bit tighter in the crotchal region than other pants in this shootout after a few hours 
when the pants actually break in, because, yeah, that's a real thing. If you guys didn't know that, pants do break in, get a little bit looser of a, of a feel. It does get better. But when I rode the first few hours with this airwear stuff, it was a little bit tight in the crotch because the it, it hung so low and onto the seat. So I really had to, to pull up on my pants and really had to focus in um, going from sitting to standing and, and vice versa. It was a little bit different of a feeling. The waist itself is just fine. It's just the crotch hangs down a little lower than other pants. So that was a different feeling for me. As far as the rest of the fit of this pant, it is not such an athletic type of thigh area and knee area that you'll be worried about being it too snug. O'Neal uh, has a little bit more room in the thigh um, with this airwear and in the knee area. The leather of the knee is um, a little bit bigger and a little bit thicker than most in its class. So you will notice that the knee area is a little bit larger. You We will have enough room, so it's not a tighter fit through the thigh and the knee. Um, it's I feel like it's a little mix of an athletic cut versus a midline cut. It's somewhere in the middle for me in that area. Uh, the function of it is very nice. Um, it doesn't bunch up. Again, there is a little bit of a bigger feeling in the knee, so the leather of the knee does crease sometimes when you are gripping the bike with your knee. So you can feel the crease at times when you're pinching the shrouds. That's the only thing I noticed. I didn't really get hung up. I just noticed that little bulky crease at times when I pinched against my shroud. So it was just more of a feel thing for me than a nuisance. Uh, it really didn't hinder my performance on the motorcycle. It's just something that I wanted to uh, try to get across to you guys. Um, as far as the materials of the pant, it is not the softest type of material. So, And with saying that, there has to be um, some line, right? So when you have a really soft material in, in anything, a jersey or a pant, you're probably going to get less durability. This airwear has a little bit of a, a coarser feeling, a little bit of a stiffer nature feel when you put it on. But like I said, it lasts forever. So it does ventilate well in the pant, but it just comes at a price of a little bit of a, of a less comfortable material feel. It's not something that's going to chafe you or anything like that. It's just a little bit of a grittier feel pant than some of these others in its class. Um, going to the jersey at forty four ninety nine, the fit is on par. If you're large, you'll be a large. If you're medium, you'll be a medium. That is not a big deal. I do like the neck area of the airwear on the jersey. I like that it's wide. It doesn't really allow sand inside. You might think, hey, man, it's kind of like a bigger neck area, but it doesn't really allow sand. I know that sometimes out in the desert I'll hit these sand berms and I'll get a shit ton of sand down the back of my jersey. The airwear... As, as ventilated as it is, I don't get a lot of sand inside of my jersey. When you go to ventilated specific type gear, you usually get sand all over hell. But I like that the perforations on this jersey is small enough and cools you down well enough but doesn't allow sand through the jersey like some of these other ones, um, the other ventilated jerseys out there. So I like that. The function of the jersey, the seams last a long time. It fits well, but like I said, the material of the of the perforations and the materials of the jersey are a little bit coarser feeling against your body than 
other jerseys in this podcast, specifically in the arm areas where I notice it the most. From shoulder down to my wrist, I know when I sweat and then when it dries, it does become a little bit of a brittle feeling, a little bit harder of a material feel. You will notice that. Um, But coming with that is durability. I do not have to worry about this jersey fraying, uh, seams ripping. I basically abused the crap out of this jersey because I knew how well O'Neal stuff was built. And maybe a little bit harder than others in its class. I did that on purpose, but it holds up. It's simply put, this stuff is tough. And it ventilates well. You just have to deal with a little bit of a of a coarser type of material with this O'Neill Airwear. Again, if you're looking for um, that mid-level to athletic type of middle-range cut, this is your jam. O'Neill, like I said, it may not be the cool kids. I feel like they're getting better with their marketing and getting some of these guys, these riders out there that are, are more flashy and have good social media presence. That is helping them. But nonetheless, guys, the colors that they have out is awesome. When you guys look at uh, my pictures over at keyforinktesting.com or on my social media, this neon yellow that the airwear um, comes in, it's badass. I love it. So uh, they are getting better with their designs and their colors. And Doug Dubach has been an O'Neill rider for 85 years. He still loves the gear. And if that tells you something right there, Doug is a gnarly, gnarly test guy. He's ridden more laps than anyone on earth, and he still chooses to wear O'Neal. So if it's good enough for Doug, chances are pretty damn high that it'll be good enough for you. Okay, moving on to the Fly Light Hydrant set of gear. The pant is $179.95. The jersey is $49.95. If you guys listen to this podcast a lot, you guys know that it's one of my favorite sets of gear to wear, and we'll explain a little bit why right here. So the fit itself. I'm a 32. The beauty of the BOA system is that it can dial in that waist for you a little bit more. If you're a 31, 32s are just fine. If you're a 33, 32s are just fine. I can cinch down the BOA so tight that it will uh, basically cut off my circulation, okay? So it has a wide range of, of fit to make sure that it's snug enough or it's big enough um, to accept your 33 size waist. So if you're in between sizes, having that boa reel really does help you dial in that fit around your waist. It's a very cool function. No, I do not feel the boa reel when I ride. Only time I really feel the boa reel is if I'm laying flat on the ground, like I'm dead tired after a moto and I'm laying flat. I can feel that boa reel on my back, but I never really feel it when I'm riding. Moving on to the function of the pant now. Uh, Basically, the zipper, the ratchet-style buckle system, all of that is excellent. Moving down the thigh to the knee, it is an athletic type of cut, but the pant itself is fairly thin and very stretchy. So that's one of the first things you will notice when you put this pant on is how much stretch you actually have. Another thing that I noticed when I put this pant on is how thick the leather area of the of the knee is for how thin the material of the pant is the leather is very beefy and durable i love that about this pant because um grip is very important for me when i'm standing up and um squeezing the bike and having some leather and some leather is grippier than others 
Fly is on the grippier side of any any of these pants that are in this shootout. So what I notice is the leather actually lasts a long time. It has more grip to it. The grip stays intact in that leather with several washes. I do like that. I do notice that if you're a taller guy, this light hydrogen pant will be better for you. I'm 5'11", and there is some extra room in the thigh area um, when I'm standing. I will notice that I'll have an extra crease or two in the thigh area unless I pull the pants up higher around my waist. So I'm normally a low-waisted type of guy. That's kind of where I wear my pants, and I notice that is a little bit longer in the thigh area. So for you taller dudes, I'm sure you'll be able to appreciate that much more than I will be able to. Ventilation for me, um, I would say it's not the best in class, but it's on the podium. It has enough ventilation to where I'm not baking. I don't sweat a lot in the light hydrogen stuff. I just know that the comfort level of the materials that they use is one of the best. Very soft to the skin, yet still durable enough to where I can slam into, like I said, when I'm making these motocross tracks out here from time to time, I'll smack in these bushes, but it will last, especially in the knee. That's basically where you end up hitting uh, or getting roosted in the rocks and things. The perforations in the light hydrogen, usually when you create a, a hole or a vent, an event in these pants that you have a tendency to rip. But with this light hydrogen pant, the holes and the ventilation stay intact. They don't crack or they don't rip. They don't get larger over time. And uh, I've used this stuff long enough to know that uh, I can probably use one to two sets, if I had to, um, use one to two sets for a whole year. It's that good. So it has durability like a midline level pant, but yet the materials are very soft and very comfortable. So um, for you guys looking for that maybe not so tight fit, but yet still has a an athletic snug feel, the light hydrogen pant is on the upper echelon of those types of pants. Going to... The light hydrogen jersey. I am a medium, like I told you guys. I wear a medium in the light hydrogen. It is a basically a tighter feeling jersey from the shoulder down. It is snug around my arms to my forearms. I like that. Again, it's all up to the material. If the material is soft and snug against my skin, I do not mind it. Here's the thing. It's stretchy enough to where you guys can sit on the starting line and pull on the cuff and open that up a little bit. It doesn't stretch out the seams so much where it sacks out and feels like shit after a month or two. The seams are very durable. They don't sack out. You can stretch out your arms and still have that nice feeling material. Ventilation for me, obviously we talked about the pant. It's not the best in class, but again, on the podium because... It's such a thin, soft material. You will feel like you can uh, get some of that breeze through your chest area. Most of the time when I race, I'm an under-protector type of guy. The fit is nice enough to where you can still accommodate an under-jersey and still wear a medium. So I like that. I don't have to go up a size when I wear an under-protector. You also might notice that the neck is a little bit tighter feeling. So for me, I always stretch out the neck area of the Fly Light Hydrogen jersey. But the benefit of having that higher type of neck is I get no sand down my jersey ever. So 
Um, just know that if you're going to stretch it out a little bit, you know, feel a little, maybe a little bit tight around your neck, that if you do stretch it out, more sand will get down in there. But nonetheless, the overall feel of the jersey is an athletic type of feel, but with very soft materials that when you sweat, that coarse feeling that I, I told you guys about that I do not like, the jersey doesn't turn hard or brittle. It remains soft. It doesn't get a harsh type of coarse feel against my skin. I will, <laughs> I will admit something. Uh, my kid's not going to like this, but sometimes I will not wear a chest protector when I go out practicing. I know that's not good, and I promised him that I would, but I like that feeling against my skin. It does not get harsh or coarse. If you guys wear an underprotector, chances are you may not feel that against your torso, but I do know that it has a nice soft material after sweating because, again, I'm admitting I didn't wear an underprotector at times. So I'm sorry, Aiden. I will uh, I will try to do my best to wear underprotector at all times. So fly light hydrogen gear, $179.95 for the pant. Jersey, $49.95. Very durable. On the podium for ventilation. And, of course, they have kick-ass colors. I love it. Go check. I'm not a black guy, but that all-black gear is badass. So, And if you haven't checked out the LE gear, that's badass. So go check them out. Um, you guys want to look at them, flyracing.com. Okay, we're going to move it along to the Fox Flex Air line of gear. Choice of Ken Roxon and now Adam Ciancerillo. Pant, $199.95. Jersey is $69.95. Fox has been around for years. And as you guys know, if you guys have been over to keeperinktesting.com, it's also one of my favorite sets of gear to wear. Fox has been in the game a very long time, and the Flex Air um, sets of gear have been in circulation for a few years. So moving on to the pant, the fit and the sizing. It is a snug, athletic, um, not as stretchy as a light hydrogen set of pant, but the new materials that they do use in this pant makes them very light. This is the lightest pant in this impression shootout slash podcast that you're listening to. When you grab it, you feel like, oh, man, it feels like a little paper, piece of paper. It's very light feeling, has a ton of ventilation, but the fit and the sizing is a little snug. So if you are a 32 and you would like a little bit more acceptance in your crotchal region and your thigh, go to a 34. I still wear a 32 because I don't mind the, the tighter, snugger fit around my waist. Um, it's not so bad where I'm like, oh my God, like I need to go up a size, but for some of you guys, that is something that you should be um, notified about because, honestly, um, I've had other guys in my testing department, a.k.a. Uh, Dominator, that's not here anymore, didn't like the 32 because he needed um, a little bit of extra room in his um, thigh slash waist region. So he went up to a 34. So just know that. Um, the function of the pant. It stays put. The yoke of the pant is awesome. The grip that you will get on the seat with the Flex Air is superb. This rider attack position construction that they used on this pant really makes for good mobility on the motorcycle. That's one of the things that I've noticed right away when I put these pants on is I can move around on the bike very well. Um, again, there's no creases. There's no snags. There's no hang-ups with this pant. The only real hang-up that I've had with this pant is in the leather. 
So there is a seam that's going across the leather knee. I do feel that seam when I'm gripping the bike um, sitting down. So while I'm standing, I don't feel it as much, but I just will feel that seam a little bit against my knee brace from time to time when I'm seated. But overall, everything else but the leather is very seamless, has no hang-ups, there's no snags, and I can move around on the bike very well with all that um, true motion stretch panel that they that they use in this thing. So again, as light as it is, has a ton of ventilation. I can move around a lot. It does feel a little bit snugger than other pants. It is not as durable as other pants in this in this uh, podcast. I will say that the fly pan is more durable. Uh, the O'Neill pan is obviously more durable. Um, it's on par, I would say, closer to the Alpine Star Supertech. It is a thin pair of pants, and it is a material that you will have to get used to at first. Like when you pick it up, you'd be like, "Huh, it's kind of a different type of uh, paper feeling material." I don't want to say paper like cheap. It's very uh, just different feeling. So uh, when you sweat. Unlike the jersey, I don't get that hard, coarse feeling, and we're going to talk about the Flexair jersey in a minute, but I don't get that um, coarse type of feel. It is, It doesn't have the soft material, again, like the Fly Light Hydrogen, but again, one of the better pants to move around on the bike in. Moving on to the Flexair jersey, this is a tighter-fitting jersey, people. I am a large in this jersey, unlike a medium, so the, the torso area slash chest and arms, very snug. Very stretchy, but very snug. So just know when you put this jersey on and you have an underprotector, it's going to feel tight. You will be able to move around because of the stretch materials, but it will press against your skin more than any other um, jersey in this podcast. To me, I like that feeling. Again, I want a streamlined fit. When you put on a set of Fox Flex Air gear, you feel like you're one with the gear. You can move around. There's no um, hang-ups. There's no uh, bagginess feeling off of your arms. You just feel like you can cut through the air better than other sets of gear in this podcast. Again, you guys might think I'm full of shit, but it really does work when you have athletic compression type of gear that you can move around on the bike. It just makes you feel like you're lighter it's weird. It's a weird feeling, and it's hard for me to describe on a podcast, but if you guys out there are listening and you guys tried it, um, hit me up on my email and tell me I'm not full of shit because I, I want someone else to kind of like back me up on this because it really does make a difference. So um, the thing about the, Flo- the Fox Flex Air jersey, though, that when you sweat and the, the materials on the sleeve of the Flex Air, they will get coarse and brittle. That is one thing I noticed. So I will sweat. I'll be sweating. Or if I get it wet, you know, you know, splash with mud or whatever. When that uh, moisture dries, it makes the material of the sleeve a little bit harder and coarser. It's not as soft as it once was when it was new and, and, and fresh when you put it on in the morning. That doesn't mean when you wash it, it's going to come out um, coarse. It's weird because when you put it in the washer and you wash it and you let it dry, it comes back. It gets soft again. It's something about sweat and the water out on the track when it gets wet is makes it a little bit of a harder feel. You will see a lot of the, the sweat salt 
on this material of the sleeve. I notice when I sweat, I see a lot of white salt around the material material of um, near my armpit. And also, too, the seams, the tape seams that they use, they will stretch out if you're not careful. So unlike a fly light hydrogen jersey where you can stretch out the neck and get a little bit more open for you, you can't do that with the Fox Flex Air jersey. If you try to stretch out your tape seams on a Fox Flex Air, they don't snap back quite as easy. That's one thing I notice in the durability department is it's not quite as durable in the for the jersey. I will say the pant is dur- more durable than the jersey, but the jersey is very fragile. So you really got to take care of your uh, of your Flex Air jersey because it is thin. It does ventilate the best, but also you have to take care of it the most. Um, so it depends on the scale of how much care you uh, really do for your gear. At sixty nine ninety five, it's not the cheapest or most inexpensive jersey in the market. So you will have to decide which way you want to go. Again, there's nothing quite better as far as fit when it comes to um, fit on the bike when it comes to flex air gear. It is one of the best. It feels awesome. I can move around on the bike, and uh, it ventilates extremely well. It's just a little bit more of a fragile type of gear. So just know that going in. Hey, guys, we got to take a break for a commercial, but listen to these suckers because you can save some money. It's the holidays. Do yourself a favor and save yourself some money and get these quality products from these quality advertisers. Thank you. Are you an older guy? You still like to go racing like me? And you want longer motos? Go to OregonOldTimers.com. No, they just don't go to Oregon and race. They go to Arizona, Glen Helen, Mesquite, Montana, Hangtown, Washougal, even British Columbia. I'm going to hit up two or three of these suckers next year, ride, bring your kids. They have a support class. It's a great time. I'm going to be there. Go camping. It's a good vibe. Go check them out, OregonOldTimers.com. If you have any questions, hit me up, Chris, at Kiefering Testing, and I will help you out. See you guys there. Thanks to the guys over at 6D Helmets. That's right there on board with the KieferInkTesting.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast. We thank them for joining us. You have a street bike, a dirt bike, or do you pedal? You have a mountain bike. Head over to 6dhelmets.com. Check out the full line of helmets they offer. I'm sure they have a helmet for you. Hey, I get questions all the time. Kiefer, what helmet would you choose if you could pick one to buy? If you're going to spend your own money, Kiefer, where are you going? While there are a lot of helmets that are safe out there, okay? I do feel the safest in a 6D helmet. I've had many crashes in my ATR1. I've had a couple in my ATR2, and it has done its job. It's advanced ODS technology. It's race-proven. I'm telling you guys, and it's light. The new ATR2, it comes in at 1,480 grams. It's fully rebuildable. Very cool colorways. I trust the guys over at 6D Helmets. Maybe you guys should too. Hit me up over at chris at keferinktesting.com. Maybe get a special discount code if you want to get a 6D. So please, guys, go check them out. 6D Helmets, hit me up. Tell me how you like yours. And if you don't have one, maybe go get one. Thanks, 60. Have you guys checked out bloodlubricants.com? If you haven't, bludlubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. 
I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain. And uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils. And uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check legitimacy of this stuff because um, I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil. Did some temperature readings. It was a little over 30 degrees cooler in my YZ450F compared to some other oils I've been running. So the stuff is good. They sponsor over 250 racers from Enduro, Enduro Cross, Hair Scrambles, UTVs, Supercross now. They got some Supercross guys. So go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Use the discount code KEFER and get some percentage off your oils. They'll ship them to you. Probably get a hat or two. You know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check him out, bloodlubricants.com. Screenprintingdone.com. You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to screenprintingdone.com. Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being, and he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and screenprintingdone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. Hey, Heather. Hey, Chris. Did you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna come with a Vertex piston in the engine from the factory? No, I did not. 65 years ago, Vertex piston was founded in a small technical workshop in northern Italy. Today, because of the renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. No matter which brand of bike you ride with, when it's time to go ride or time to rebuild your top end... Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see their full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit them at vertexpistons.com or stop in your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. And if you guys want a discount code, hit me up, chris at keferingtesting.com, and I've got one for you. Save some money. Vertexpistons.com. You looking to get a new hoodie for the wintertime? How about a hat? Or how about you're just going to be a good boyfriend or a husband and get your wife or chick something cool like a tank top or maybe even some socks? Go to fmfracing.com. Look cool at the track. Look cool when you go to dinner. Nothing else says I ride dirt bikes more than an FMF hat and t-shirt. Kiefer Inc. 19 saves you some dough. You can look cool, thank me later, get best dressed awards as you walk down the sidewalk. And hey, if I see you at the track wearing your FMF swag, chances are you will win something from Kiefer Inc. Testing. So do it. Go to FMFRacing.com, get yourself some swag. Kiefer Inc. 19 saved you some money. I will see you at the track with your FMF swag. Hey, are you guys looking for a battery for your bike? Is it dead? Are you pushing the button and nothing happens? Firepowerparts.com. Excellent batteries, longer life. They're great batteries. I have them in all my test bikes. And hey, 
They make chains, very good chains. My chain on my YZ450F is about 12 hours deep, still good. And, of course, they have oil, too. Firepowerparts.com. They keep adding new products to their line. So go check out the website. It's very cool, firepowerparts.com. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to protaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars. You don't want a crossbar. Pro Taper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The race cut grips. Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy, so go check them out, protaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to keferinktesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyfering testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? ProTaper. ProTaper.com. Hey, thanks a lot for listening to these commercials. Way to hang in. I appreciate it. I owe ya. Save yourself some money. Do it. Christmas time. Ho, ho, ho. Advertisers. Boom. Back to the show. Rolling this thing along here. Liat GPX 5.5. Did you even know Liat made gear? Yep. They make gear. Not just neck braces, people. They make boots, even. Pretty badass. So, again, like answer a little bit, I would say Liat is a very underrated gear company. The materials that they use are very high-end and feel very good on your skin. I'm going to get to that a little bit more. But the fit itself is true to size. If you're a 32, you are a 32 waist. It is a little bit tighter in the crotchal region on the GPX 5.5 pant. So just know that you will have to uh, adjust the the giggleberries a little bit more if you are, um, <laughs> how should I put it? If you have a little bit more than, you have a little bit extra than other guys, you will have to adjust a little bit more in the Liat GPX pant uh, because of a little bit of a tighter crotch, crotchal region. But nonetheless, the fit itself is true to size around the waist. I'm a 32. You have a little bit of extra room. So just in case you might be a 33, you are safe with a 32 pair of pants. The pant itself is $189.99, and the function is very, very good. Again, you may not have heard much about Aliyah GPX 5.5 pant, but the function and the materials that they use are high-end. It's very soft, high-end materials against your skin. It does have enough room around your knee to accept um, a wide range of knee braces, and of course, Liat does make a knee brace. I will say the leather is very high-end and is one of the better, more durable types of leather in this category. The pant itself is extremely light, not lightest in class, but one of the lightest out there. I will say that I've had a couple problems with the zipper breaking on a couple pairs of pants. I know that they've remedied this situation since then. So if you are interested in getting a pair of Liat pants, I do know that they have been working hard and diligently to fix that. So that isn't a problem. The, the last set of pants that I received, I've had zero problems with it, no problem with the closure system, and I've been very happy with that aspect of the pant. Um, besides that, the durability of the material on the pant is excellent. Like I mentioned, the knee has a very high-end leather slash 
durable type of 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 feel to it. Like when you grip with the with this pant on actually what's funny, I was thinking about this while I just was doing this. I ride a KTM quite a bit and it's hard to grip the KTM at times, but with this Liat leather on the pant, it's very easy to do. There is a little bit of a gap on the KTM, but with this tough leather that Liat uses, I find it easier to grip the KTM with this 5.5 pant. So that is a very high-end compliment by myself because I need a lot of grip with my legs. I focus in on gripping with my legs a lot on the bike. I'm very loose on my upper body, at times to a fault, where my hand will come off because I'm so loose and I'm gripping so hard with my legs. So this GPX 5.5 pant has a great leather feel. Ventilation is also excellent. Again, not quite as good as a Flex Air, but the ventilation of the GPX 5.5 pant is one of the things that I noticed right away. Initial ride, I put them on. I went out for a ride. I'm like, wow, usually I don't feel a lot of ventilation through pants until I start to sweat, and then I can feel um, you know, the wind going through and then cooling myself down with the sweat. But actually, I could be able to feel the the breeze coming through my thigh area um, right away on the GPX 5.5 pants. So that was a very nice aspect. And when I rode, it was high 80s. So uh, for me, that was a welcome feature. I will say that the yoke moves a little bit too much for me when I'm going back and forth on the seat. It does want to grab my jersey and uh, and pull it down. So the pant will kind of pull me down a little bit. Um, so the best thing that I did to help remedy this situation is I really cinched up my closure system and really um, locked myself in a little bit more so the yoke of the pant wouldn't move as much. If you just kind of lax the daisy, you'll just kind of put your pants on and don't stitch it down um, enough, you will notice that yoke of the Liat 5.5 move around a lot. So just know that. The Liat GPX 5.5 jersey is $69.99. The fit, I wear a large. Again, I'm usually a medium. So if you are looking for um, the correct fit, I would go up one size. It is a snugger feeling type of fit. Again, just like the pant, the materials are insane, very soft, very supple against your skin. I do love a soft-feeling jersey. The 5.5 jersey is one of the softest in this impression-slash-shootout-slash-podcast. I appreciate that. I also do notice that, much like the Fox Flex Air, these seams do not like to be stretched out as much, so just be careful when stretching out uh, your arms or your neck area that they will sack out a little bit more. I will say the ventilation of the 5.5 jersey is one of the best in the shootout. Immediately you will feel the airflow through uh, the torso slash chest area of this jersey. It's very easy to stay cool. It does wick away sweat well. The material of the jersey doesn't get coarse or hard. And also I do like the fact, and I haven't really talked about much um, about this yet in this in this podcast, but... I do like the fact that this jersey stays tucked in. Most of all these other jerseys in this podcast stay tucked in as well. But for me, um, what I do notice is when I tuck in my jersey at times, it will move around or maybe bunch up with these other um, other companies that are in the shootout. But the Liat jersey, with the way the material, the material is and how thin um, it is, it stays right where you tuck it in. It's it's amazing because 
Like I mentioned about the pant, the yoke of the pant will sometimes move and pull down my jersey, but it'll never bunch up. Uh, a good example of that for me is an O'Neal um, Airwear jersey. Sometimes will bunch up when it moves around, and I can feel that a little bit um, when I'm riding my bike. So that's kind of just an annoying feature. This Liat jersey does not do that, and I like that. Moving on to the durability aspect of this jersey, it's a very thin very ventilated jersey, so of course you're going to have to really pay attention to um, stretching out your your seams, your neck, your arm area. It is a very ventilated and light jersey, so just know that if you're going to snag some trees, it's going to rip fairly soon. Unlike the the Super Tech of the Alpine Star jersey, this neck area will not fray. I feel like. Uh, the materials are very close in nature with the Liat 5.5 and the Supertech jersey, um, especially around uh, the torso slash neck area. But the Liat neck area will um, not fray or, or shred, I would like to say. So uh, easy to wash. All that stuff is not a problem. Again, make sure you guys do not dry this stuff. Let or tell your wife. <laughs> Air dry this stuff. Do not throw it in the dryer. It's easiest to uh, just throw it in the dryer and then mess it up, and then you'll be pissed off at me and saying, Kiefer, my, my jersey's fraying or um, some of my seams are ripping. Just make sure to let them uh, hang dry and do not throw those suckers in the dryer. But, again, Liat, another underrated gear company. I feel like they have some of the lightest, most ventilated gear um, just to work on a few little things, and I think they'll be coming up fairly soon and uh, surprising a lot of people. All right, moving over to FXR, Canadian guys over there. I've had a long-standing relationship with Andy White, Carson, over there at FXR Racing, Milt, bunch of good dudes. And, man, let me tell you, they've come a long way. I ran FXR gear back when I was in Canada, and ugh, it wasn't it wasn't that great, okay? And uh, I've had some, had the pleasure of working with them for a little bit, helping them um, develop a little bit of gear a few years ago. So very cool to see them push uh, the envelope when it comes to motocross gear because they're very, very popular in snowmobile gear. And to see them push the marketing and everything that they're doing here in the States with their motocross line of stuff. So it's cool to see. And uh, it's hard to get into, man. Look at this gear industry is saturated, right? So to get in here and be successful is a tough business. And FXR seems to be doing pretty well. So we are going to talk about their, their top of the line gear here, FXR Helium line of gear. The helium pant is 199 bucks, and the helium jersey is 79 bucks. The fit of the helium pant is true to size. Again, I'm a 32. They use a side Velcro closure type system on the side, so you can kind of adjust your fit. If you're a little bit bigger of a dude, 33, it will accept that. And if you're a 31 size waist, I would say go to a 32 as well. So. I feel like it has a good range of adjustment there for you guys. I will want to say that it is a little bit higher of a waisted pant. It will sit up higher on your waist than other pairs of pants in this podcast. It's not a bad thing. It's just something that I've noticed. Uh, there, These pants and jersey on the Helium line fits a taller guy very well. So if you're worried about getting a long enough length in your pant... The helium is great. It has no problem except uh, a guy, one of my guys is 6'2", tried a helium pair of pants for the day, 
and had no problems. It's long enough for you taller guys as well. So I'm again, I'm 5'11 and fits fine, just a little bit higher of a waisted pant that I've noticed. Um, unlike like a Fox Flex area where it rides a little bit lower in my waist, the helium goes a little bit higher. For me also, the function of this pant has come a long way. The helium line has been in circulation only a couple years, but has come a long way in materials and fabrics. The helium soft material, <laughs> I laugh because I remember when at one time FXR didn't have the best materials, but now I think they're one of the best as far as materials and feeling on the bike. Obviously, Flex Air is very high, ranked high up for me, but this FXR Helium gear has great material where maybe not as ventilated as the Fox Flex Air, but the soft material against your skin and then the way the leather knee holds up slash grips against the bike, I appreciate that. When you wash the FXR Helium pant a lot, it only gets softer and better over time. The helium pant also uses an accordion-style knee area, so it accepts a wide range of knee braces and things, but also that accordion area, uh, if you look on their website at fxrracing.com, you will see the knee area has this like material that looks like an accordion. Well, that is not the most durable um, material in the market. So if you do happen to get a rock thrown in the knee, it will create a little bit of a hole. It's not a huge thing, but it's just something that I've noticed that's different on the helium pant versus other pants. They're using that accordion stretch fabric. And if you get hit the right way with a rock, that thing will get uh, a hole in it. So just know that that accordion style knee area will um, be one of the weaker spots on the pant. However, just like I said, the leather of the knee is thicker, very durable, has a lot of grip to it. I like that. Uh, using a Velcro-style waist you know, buckle system, I don't mind that as much. I don't have a problem with the Velcro. I don't really care about the ratchet style. The ratchet style is fine. And also for me, the Velcro style is fine. It doesn't really matter. As long as that Velcro sticks, which it has and hasn't failed me yet, so I have no problems with that. The feeling of the pant inside is nice. Again, the materials of the helium pant are excellent. I like that. Overall, the the yoke of the pant, the material of the pant where it wears, like especially if you have a gripper seat, it wears nicely. Unlike where you have like a Fox Flex Air pant underneath, and that wear mark where the yoke is or your butt area is will wear down a little bit, the FXR pant does last a long time there. So that is also a big plus for the Helium line, where FXR wasn't that good in that area a couple years ago. Now they stepped up the material materials, and they've gotten better in that area. The thing that it doesn't have a lot of is ventilation. It's not a super ventilated pant. You're not going to feel a lot of airflow through it. You're not going to feel super hot. It's just middle of the road. It's just I'm okay with it. There's nothing. I'm kind of like Steve with it. I'm just a five. It's all it's all good. I don't I don't feel a lot of ventilation and I'm not getting super hot. So nothing to write home about in the ventilation department for the pant. However, moving on the jersey again, seventy nine bucks for the jersey. The fit itself, I I'm normally a medium. I wear a medium. The arm length, I've busted FXR up a little bit about the arm length because one of the designers, Carson, is a taller dude, so they made their sleeves longer 
a couple years ago, and you would find us, if you look at the pictures of older FXR jerseys, they would bunch up at the ends. And I was like, dude, we gotta, you got to fix that. Like, that's just not right. So over time, they've cut some length out of the arm length, which is much better on the helium. So it is still a little bit longer than others in this podcast, but not near as bad as it was a couple years ago. So if you're a taller dude, again, I think that the helium line would benefit you a lot because it has a little bit longer of limb sections. I'm 5'11", I have fairly long arms, and it's okay now. But if you're a taller dude, six foot one or so, these longer limb areas will benefit you as well. Let's get to the function, man. The material on the helium jersey, oh, it's nice. When I originally started this whole thing, I put all of this gear on at one time. I sat out in my shop, put every set of gear on, and the first thing I noticed about the helium jersey is its material. It is so soft and comfortable. I would venture to say probably the most comfortable in this shootout. I don't know what it is, and I probably should have got that information, but I'm mostly real-world testing over here. It has a soft feel against the skin. Um, I'm a size medium. That isn't a problem. Uh, I do like the fact that it has a little bit longer of a tail and feel, so the length of it is a little bit longer than other jerseys, jerseys in its class, but the overall feel of the jersey is just insane. I can't really uh, reiterate how much of comfort you get wearing this jersey. It doesn't ventilate as well as others. It's thin and it's light and may not um, wick away sweat as well as others, but the material itself is very comfortable. So that's one of the high points for me on the helium. The low point for me on the helium jersey is, like I said, it's not the best at wicking away sweat. Once you get sweat, the jersey will become a little bit saggy a little bit and a little bit saturated. But I'm not a huge sweating type of guy. I had one of my guys, Matt Suravog. He's a 200-pound dude. He sweats like a beast. And you can tell it does sack out just a little bit. But, again, the material is insane. The durability of the jersey is great for how thin and how soft the material is. The durability is excellent. And if I could change one thing about the jersey, again, I would try to shorten the, the length of the arm a little bit more but I know it has to accommodate a wide range of riders. I just noticed that the sleeve length is a little bit longer on the Helium jersey than it is on other uh, jerseys in its class in the shootout. But nonetheless, FXR Helium gear, you can go check them out, fxrracing.com, and uh, order yours. I think they can order them direct right on the website, even though they're a Canadian company. I know they have some warehouses in Southern California and on the East Coast, so... Um, it's been, a, it's been a long time coming, but they're finally uh, stepping up their game. They're doing a great job over there. So you're going to see a lot of Supercross guys over there uh, in FXR racing gear in 2020. All right, moving on, Thor Prime Pro. I've been a Thor guy for many, many years. Um, my favorite set of gear when I was a teenager. So going back to what I was talking about before, I would say, yeah, I was a gear racewear guy. That was my favorite set of gear, Axel Racing. I was like maybe 11 or 12. Moving on to my later teenage years, 16, 17, I loved 
loved the Thor Fast Boy stuff. That was my shit. Jeff Emig, Thor Fast Boys, Yamaha, those were the days. That was badass. So we tested the Thor Prime Pro, even though the Fast Boys is back out. The Prime Pro um, and the Fast Boys do not coincide. I'm saying the Fast Boys line of gear is another line of gear. So we have tested that, but that'll be up on a standalone test on keyforinktesting.com. We threw in the Prime Pro gear at $169.95 for the pant and $59.95 for the jersey. Again, more an athletic cut pant. The fit itself is true to size. I'm a size 32. It's low-waisted. It doesn't come up high. I like that. The Prime Pro is um, an athletic, thinner type of material in the thigh up towards the waist. Has a nice closure system. I have no problem with the closure system. But I'm telling you guys right now, if you guys are going to wear the white set of gear, just know, as you guys know, I'm a fan of white gear. But you better have the right washing type of situation at your house. Just a little bit of shout goes a long way. So if you guys have a shout and you guys are riding with white gear like the Prime Pro comes in, it's bitching looking. But it takes some maintenance and some care. Get some shout. Rub that muddy spot in ASAP. So if you guys are out riding, come home. Wash your gear immediately. Your white gear will thank you. It'll last you a longer time unless you just let it sit in your freaking gear bag for a day. I've done it. Don't do it. It doesn't work. So a little quick tip for you. Uh, The leather in the knee of the pant is excellent. I do know that sometimes the stitching near um, the zipper area has come a little bit frayed, has come apart a little bit, but um, I've only had that happen on one set of pants, and the next pair of pants that I had never did it. So um, basically, Thor Prime Pro stuff is tough for how thin and how ventilated the gear is, and let me tell you, it does ventilate a lot of air. I would say on the podium for ventilation in the shootout, The material itself is very soft and nice against the skin. It accepts a wide range of knee braces. Like I said, the only real flaw that I found is the stitching near the zipper area crotch region did come apart at one time. Um, I don't feel like it's a low-hanging crotch like the O'Neill, but um, maybe that's one of the reasons why I seem to bust through that seam a little bit at one point in time. I do not feel like, for me that the ventilation and the the material itself is the best. But for some reason, I do feel like when I do sweat, and I don't, like I said, I don't sweat a lot, but when I do sweat in, near my thigh area, I feel like I, I have more airflow through the upper part of my knee to my hip. Just in that area right there, I feel like, the ventilation is superb once I start sweating. So something weird I, I made notes of here when if, when I'm looking on my notes, I was like, man, it's weird. When I'm not sweating, I don't feel a lot of ventilation. But once I start sweating, the Prime Pro above the knee up to my thigh area, I do feel like I can get cooled down quite a bit. So that's just something to note. Uh, $59.95 for the jersey. I will say as much as an athletic cut is um, that the pant is, the jersey is a little bit more of a mid-level, um, baggier cut. The arms are a little bit baggy. I wear a size medium, and it's not quite as athletic or compression type of cut 
like a Fox Flexair or even like a, a Fly Racing Light Hydrogen. It has more of a of a bigger cut. So if you're bigger, if you're a bigger dude, you can still get away with the same size. Just know that the arm is a little bit baggier and larger than others in its class. Now the chest area, torso area, the neck area is all um, very athletic feeling, but just the arms in 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 the arm area, it's weird. It just has more room. So just know that you're getting more room in the arm area um, than you are with anywhere else on the jersey for some weird reason. Uh, the function of the jersey is nice. The durability of of it have had no problems with tearing, ripping seams. You can abuse the neck and the arm area. You can stretch those things out. They do not get sacked out. They don't um, get blown out. Um, several washes later, the, the gear still looks good, feels good. The jersey itself, the material is not as soft as others in this um, podcast. I will say it's not the worst, but it also isn't the best. I would say it's probably uh, uh, middle of the road here. So um, once I do start sweating and getting that jersey wet, that material becomes a little bit harder and coarser over time. And like I said, that's just something I noticed when I really started nitpicking all this stuff in this impression is how different each jersey felt once I started sweating. Some were lighter and felt good at when I started, um, but also when I started sweating, it got harder and brittle feeling. Some of these other jerseys that were a little bit heavier and uh, didn't feel as soft and good right away got better as I sweated. So um, in this case, this jersey, as I sweated, got a little bit more of a harsher, coarser feel. And uh, for me, wasn't up on my top three as far as comfort feeling in the jersey area. I just feel like Thor needs to make up its mind. Are you guys going for an athletic fit jersey or not? Make up your mind. So if you are, let's be an athletic fit jersey. If you're going for a midline cut, go for a midline cut. So hopefully next year they'll tighten up that arm area a little bit and still keep that athletic uh, version around. But nonetheless, very durable gear. Gary Sutherland, my buddy, wears it. He's a works racer. He's hard on shit, and he absolutely loves his gear. Like I said, he is like a freaking beast. He's like a gnarly dude. He rips through shit all the time, and his lats look like Dorian Yates from Mr. Olympia in the 90s. Holy shit, and he doesn't rip jerseys. So that tells you something right there. So it's it's a tough set of gear, no doubt. Last but not least, maybe you never heard of these guys. Uh, Sofa brand. That's right, Sofa, like the couch. Uh, Sofa brand, and those guys are from Colorado. Of course, if Heather was doing this impression, Sofa brand would be the number one brand of gear ever in life because she's from Colorado, and no matter what, if it's pizza, Mexican food, no matter what, Colorado has the best of everything. So (laughs) if Heather was on this podcast right now, my lovely wife, she'd be like, Sofa's the best, Sofa's the best gear ever, yay! But... Nonetheless, I like to see new brands. How I came across Sofa Brand was I was uh, vacationing at our house in Colorado um, this past year. I went to a kid's house that has a track in his backyard, which is bitching, and um, he was wearing some white gear, and it really didn't have a brand on it. I was like, what is that? He's like, it's called Sofa. I'm like, oh, that's pretty bitching. And as I noticed it, it had built-in compression pants sewn in inside the pants. And I was like, I'll be damned. And then it had the zipper going up the leg where you can 
and mind you, it's an in the boot pants, not over the over the boot pant, right? So it has the zipper going up from um, the bottom of the pant up near the the knee area, where you can open it up and then put your knee braces on after you have your pant on. Super crazy, right? So I was like, I want to test that. So um, I got the stuff. I met the guys. So I didn't meet them. I actually called them um, virtually. Email meet them. And uh, sofabrandmx.com, they have a few sets of gear and very innovative, kind of techy stuff, a little bit different outside the box. They have a white set of gear that looks bitchin'. They have a few different colors that look badass. But nonetheless, so the pan itself has built-in compression pants sewn inside the liner of the pant. And then you, you, you put yourself into that, right? And then you can zip up the outside portion of the pant, the non-compression pant, right? And then you can lift that up over your knee, put your knee braces on, slide the pant over the knee, zip it up, and boom, you're good. So I thought it was a little bit different, a little bit cool. I'm wearing pants anyway, and what I liked about this is it kind of secured my knee brace um, a little bit. Actually, I shouldn't say a little bit. It, It secured my knee brace more than any other pant without me wearing a knee brace specific pant underneath. So now I have the Sofa brand pant, and now I could take away my knee brace pant. I don't have to wear it because now it secures everything inside of one pant. Pretty innovative. I thought it was cool. So the it's it's a little bit different, and although I do appreciate it, it is a heavy-feeling pant. I weighed my asterisk zero-G pant and a normal pant like I wore my Fly, fly Light Hydrogen. And then I um, wore my Astra Zero Knee Brace Pant. And the Sofa Pant itself is a little bit more tips the scales heavier than the combination of what I normally do. So not a huge deal. If you guys are a cold weather dude, I feel like this could be a great option with getting athletic cut gear. Um, also, the jersey's a little bit warm to wear on the sleeves. So maybe in the summertime out here in the desert, this wouldn't be the best set of gear for me because it doesn't ventilate as well as others in its class. But the features that it does have is very cool. The Sofa brand pant is $209.95, a little bit on the pricey side, but also you're getting extra, uh, you're getting an extra compression pant with it, right? And then the Pro Zip motocross jersey is $69.95. So let's break this thing down real quick. So the compression pant to me is a little bit on the bigger side when I when I step when I step into this thing. I'm a size 32. It is for me if you're a compression pant, I could use a little bit tighter of a fit, a more of a of a secure feel. It is a little bit baggy in the butt area and also in the crotchal region. So for me, I could use a little bit of a tighter compression feel. I would like a tighter fit inside of my pant. I do like the fact that the zipper is actually a cool feature. I like that. It makes it much easier for me to put on my knee braces, basically get in and out of my pants slash knee braces. I can zip that thing up, take my knee braces off, slide my knee, knee braces off, and boom, just slide the pants off. It's kind of a different way of doing things, but for me, I found out after all these hours I was riding with it that... It's actually easier for me to do it like that, and it was more convenient for me. So I like that. The zippers itself coming down the side of the leg is very durable. I like that. 
for me, the, the negative also for me will just be ventilation. I feel like it's a hot pant. Uh, this belt-style buckle that it goes over the, the drawstring um, secure. So the secure waist drawstring feature for me is I like it. I like drawstrings when I was on knee braces. I like drawstrings when it comes to these pants. I like that I can lace up my pant, tighten it up, secure it to my waist, but the belt that goes over the drawstring in the in the waist closure system is kind of hokey. It just kind of lays on there. I've had it come apart. I shouldn't say come apart. I've had it come loose while riding and bending over and slamming into berms. I've had it pop out a little bit. So maybe that's something they could work on in the future. But nonetheless, I like the drawstring feature for uh, a secure closure system. I also like that it has a magnet built into the flap where the pant opens up. So if you want to get out of your pant, you simply just open the pant up. Your drawstrings are still tight, but you just lay that thing to its side and it, and it magnetizes um, that flap area to the side of the pant. It's kind of cool. It's something different. Again, yeah, the pant is a little bit on the heavier side with having that magnet. You're having the compression style pant underneath. So for me, if you're looking for a cooler weather type of um, athletic compression type of gear, Sofa Brand's not bad. Like I thought it was very cool. Honestly, and I'll be straight up with you guys, I was expecting it to be not as good as it was. I have ridden with off brands of gear for many many years and it's been a nightmare this is one of the brands that i thought was innovative but yet still very functionable and i haven't got to this part yet but very durable as thin feeling as the outside pan is it's very durable and it can hang tough through driving through rocks and mud and washes and the occasional like i said i just went out a couple of days ago in the sofa brand gear uh, smack in some bushes. It's fairly tough. Now, I wore the black and red stuff. Way better as far as looks. The life um, of the pant and jersey is much better with that. If you're a white guy, like I said, you're a white gear guy, be careful. You're really going to have to pay attention to cleaning up and getting your stuff in the wash ASAP. But man, very cool ideas from the guys at Sofa Brand. If they could lighten up the pant a little bit more, get the compression pant underneath a little bit tighter feeling, I think they could be on to something here. Um, maybe also the closure system. I love the lace-up closure waist system, but maybe find a little bit better of a, of a ratchet-style belt going over that, or maybe just get rid of that flap altogether and just use a closure system like that. I don't know. That's just something that I was thinking about when I was wearing these things. So um, overall durable pant, something outside the box. If you guys want to look different, somewhere to look, sofabrandmx.com. The jersey itself, it is a tight-fitting jersey. I am a normally a medium. I got a medium. It fits me fine, but it is uh, a true compression type of jersey. Do you remember the Thor... Uh, prime fit gear back in the day, I think a couple years ago, when they had that really compression style arm sleeve. That's basically what Sofa Brand is using. It's compression type of arm arm sleeve, and it is warm. It is hot. It sticks to your body. You're going to have to have help getting the son of a bitch off if you're sweating. Heather had to help me get it off at one time, and just like when I was wearing the Thor stuff a couple years ago, same thing. It's comfortable. 
I like the fact that it's compression. I like the fact that it, it, it sticks to my body and it's stretchy, but it's warm to wear. That's the only downside to this jersey. For me, again, you're a cooler weather type of rider that wants to stay warm with athletic type of cut. This is it. Sofa brand. I know they're in Colorado. They're probably riding in cold weather all the time. I'm probably a pussy, and I need 70-degree weather. I need some ventilation. So um, to each his own. But just note that if you are wearing this gear in hot weather, you're going to be a little bit toasty, and it's going to stick to your skin a little bit. So just be forewarned. Again, durability on this gear is excellent. No problems with ripping. The seams are nice. You can stretch out the neck and stretch out your arms, which you will have to because the arms are fairly tight. And some of the guys that wore this gear um, were freaked out by that. They didn't really like the tight-fitting arm feel. Maybe not really used to the athletic type of arm. I was, so I kind of already knew what to expect because, like I said, the Thor gear was very similar to this Sofa brand jersey. So, uh, again, cool guys, man. Like, they're really wanting to get their stuff out there. I like the fact that they're trying to push the brand, and I like that the fact the stuff looks good. Is it the best-looking gear in this shootout? No, but it's not the ugliest. It looks pretty damn good. I like the white gear. I love it. It's very plain, very basic, very clean. It has sofa on the front. It has a nice logo. Dude, I like drawstrings. I wish we'd use more of that. The leather in the knee of the pan, I forgot to mention, was also, for me, they could have used a little bit more leather in the knee for grip. But, like I said, I'm just nitpicking these things. I still want a lot of grip when I when I grip with my legs because I, I do that a lot, like I mentioned. So, um, for me, the Pro Zip motocross pants and jersey is very good. They just need a little bit more of development, and I think these guys could be really onto something cool. So, sofabrandmx.com, you can check them out. And that kind of wraps up the impression podcast portion. I told you guys I was going to talk about gloves. Well, I'll just rip down real quick the gloves um, from each of the companies and how I feel about them. I'm not going to break them down too much, but just give you like an overview. Obviously, if you're going to buy a pant and a jersey, you're going to want matching gloves. And I can tell you which gloves are good and which aren't so good. So like I said, I'm a pain in the ass when it comes to gloves. Fly Light Hydrogen. If you're a Fly Light Hydrogen guy, I would go Fly Light Glove. I do not care for the Fly Pro Light Glove. The Pro Light Glove is more of a Velcro strap. I like a slip-on style. So Fly Light Glove is very comfortable. That's one of my favorite gloves to wear. Uh, and I, again, I'm a pain in the ass when it comes to gloves. You look at the pros um, when you watch like Justin Brayton and those guys. Those guys are wearing a Fly Light base glove, but they stick Velcro on it. I wish Fly would do that for normal normal guys. Have that Fly Light chassis, but use the Pro Light Velcro system to get over on the cuff. It's kind of cool. So Fly Light, make sure you check that out. Fox Flex Air, dude, the Fox Flex Air glove, it's insane. It feels so much different. Like uh, they have this True Motion thing on their 360 gloves. But, man, the Fox Flex Air Glove is kind of a pain in the ass to get your hand in. And it's true to size, by the way. So Fly Light, I'm a large. Fox Flex Air, I'm a large. I put my hand in the Flex Air Glove, and no shit, 
it feels like it's molded to your hand and it feels really light and thin. The one thing it doesn't do very well is absorb sweat. That thing will not absorb sweat very well, man. It's uh, When your hands get wet, you'll feel it inside the flexor. But the comfort and the fit is on another level. It is very, very cool feeling. I like a very thin glove so I can feel the grip. The Liat GPX 5.5 gear. Go to a 1.5 glove. One of my favorite sets of gloves. I've talked about this on the show before. Go to a Liat, Liat 1.5, and that's a thin slip-on style glove, and very comfortable, very light. It absorbs sweat very well. It's ventilated. I like it a lot. If you guys are looking for an answer glove, go to the AR2 Bold Glove. Slip-on style glove, has a lot of feel and comfort. I like the material on top of the glove. It does bunch up a little bit in my palm. I was going to try to go to a medium to see if that helps, but... The material on top of the palm, like I said, it's it's a minimalistic glove. These are all minimalistic gloves. I like that mesh style material that they use on top of the glove. It's very, very comfortable. Going to the Alpine Star side of things, I use an Alpine Star radar glove. Slip-on style. The whole glove itself doesn't run that deep onto your wrist, so I feel like it could run a little bit deeper. It's kind of shallow in that area, but... I like that it has a pull tab on the palm so you don't rip the seams. It's very minimalistic. That's the most comfortable Alpine Star glove there is out there right now. So go get a radar glove. The O'Neill side of things is tough for me. I'm not a really fan of any of their gloves, honestly. I've tried the Airwear glove. I've tried the Mayhem. And I just don't like the way it fits on my hand. Again, I will reiterate this. I'm a big pain in the ass when it comes to gloves. It's tough for me to find a glove that I like. But if I was going to an O'Neill set of gear, look towards the Airwear glove because it is very ventilated, very thin, very minimalistic. It has a nice thumb area where it lasts a long time. That's the problem with some of these gloves out there nowadays where you have a minimalistic feel but you end up ripping the seams within two to three rides near the thumb area because how we riders pull our gloves on and off. And the thin, the, the seams are so thin that it's tough for them to last that long time. Again, in true O'Neill-style form, their seams, their stitching is very durable. I just don't like how deep the glove goes up above my wrist. I'm just kind of a stickler when it comes to that. When it comes to FXR, look at either a slip-on air MX glove or a slip-on light MX glove. The slip-on air is thinner, more ventilated, but also very fragile in the thumb area, so just know that. If you want a little bit longer of a lasting glove, slip-on MX light glove. It doesn't ventilate as well as the air glove, but will last you a longer time. If you're going to a slip-on air MX glove, Go down a size. I go down to a medium because it's so stretchy. And so the materials that they use are so soft and and so stretchy that it can bunch up when I wear a large, which I normally wear. So go down to a medium. And uh, for me, that seems to be the best fit in the airline. In the Pro Light, I stick with a large because the material is not as stretchy. And of course, it'll last you a longer time. It is fairly comfortable. I will say the overall feel of my fingers is a little bit fat feeling. I hate that. I hate having a fat feeling finger. And that's what's so good about a Flex Air or a Fly Light Glove 
is it doesn't make my fingers feel fat. I want a tighter fitting finger area around my finger. Maybe not in the length. I want the normal style length, but around each finger, I want it to fit snug like a pillow, like I'm little pigs in a blanket, you know? Probably the best all-around glove in this shootout is the Thor Draft Glove. Although I do like a Fox Flex Air, like I said, it doesn't uh, wick away sweat as good. The Draft Glove from Thor, hallelujah, Thor, you done it. You made me happy. I love the Thor Draft Glove. It fits well. It, it fits my fingers nicely. It gives my little piggies in a blanket a nice snug feel. It, it wicks away sweat well. It doesn't bunch up. And it's thin enough to make me happy. I wear a size large. A size large fits. You guys at Thor have done it. The Thor Draft Glove. At some point in time in my life, I may or may not have put Thor Draft Gloves on with another brand of gear. Just throwing it out there. I know it's illegal. I know I talk shit on that kind of stuff, but that's how good those Thor Draft Gloves are. If you haven't checked them out, go check them out. Thor Draft Gloves. Ooh, man, they're good. And last but not least, Sofa. I'm not a big fan of the Sofa brand glove just because how deep the glove goes. It it runs really deep. It's a little bit baggy and, and uh, bunches up in my palm. So for me, it's a little bit too big of a feel. I didn't get a size medium. Maybe a size medium would help. But for me, I'm a size large, and it just feels a little bit too big and thick of a glove. Again, these guys are Colorado guys, so I do not know if they're building this stuff to be a little bit on the warmer side. But if I was a cooler weather rider, I could appreciate what Sofa gloves can do. I felt like my hands were a little bit warmer when I went out last week in the rain. It was about 42 degrees, and my hands stayed warmer than I wore three other sets of gear that day. And the Sofa brand gloves kept my hands warmer than any other glove in this podcast. Okay, to wrap this sucker up a little bit here, we're over an hour and a half into this thing. I just want to rip off some things that I would want to uh, share with you guys. I get a lot of like, hey, what's your top three? What's this? What's that? What's your favorite? So I, w- I don't want to go away from this show without telling you my favorite sets of gear. This is my personal stuff. I'm not saying that this is the end-all, be-all of gear. I just want to let you guys know, out of all of this time that I've spent riding, which is 90 hours of riding in gear, <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait to take a couple weeks off at Christmas time. This is my top three as far as fit, and this is no particular order. I don't want to rank number one, number two, number three, but the top three fitment for me and how I like to wear gear would be Alpine Stars, Fly, and Fox. Those three companies really have it down for me as far as fitment and how I feel on the bike when I wear the gear. Top three most durable sets of gear in this podcast slash shootout slash impression, O'Neill, Answer, and Fly. Those three companies have it down to where you can purchase their set of gear and it's going to last you a long time. Again, this is motocross Pacific. I'm not telling you guys to go wear... Uh, set of answer trinity gear and go ride the woods and not expect to blow out your gear shit happens you're going to hit a stick you're going to hit a, a a tree and it's going to rip your gear it's not body armor it's gear it's meant to uh, protect but also have performance ventilate all these things but those three companies 
have it down to where if you're a moto guy, this stuff will last you a, quite a long time. If I had to break down looks, I know that's what you guys are going to bust me up on. I can't do three. It's too, there's too many good-looking sets of gear in this, this impression. So for me, the top five, um, the best-looking gear, ah, it's tough, man. But uh, in no particular order, I would say uh, Thor, Alpine Stars, Fly, FXR, and Fox. Those five companies have nice sets of clean-looking gear. Again, you guys know how best-dressed I am. Uh, lit kit can go suck it. But... These companies have just nice, clean gear. And I hate doing top fives, man, because honestly, like I think all of this stuff that I wore over this 90 hours of time all look pretty damn good. Like at, at one point in time, I would go and get some pictures taken in this gear, and I'm like, man, this stuff looks pretty damn good. So it's just hard for me to pick um, these top five. But, you know, I'm not going to waffle. I don't want to be JT. So those are my top five. And... uh those are the, the gear companies that I think that I would like to be dressed up in if I was going to go race a Supercross or an Outdoor National. Those companies have it down for me in my taste, in my personal looks category. So, well, man, I'm tired. That ain't no bullshit. A little bit sick, a little bit under the weather. But, hey, we wrapped this sucker up. Hopefully you guys got some information out of this, had a good time while doing it. I know that uh, it's been a lot of work on my end. I apologize for kind of lagging on some of that. But uh, to get as much time as I can on this gear to give you some proper feedback does take some time. I don't know any other media companies that uh, actually take this much time testing gear. I know that I love riding dirt bikes. I love, love it. Love riding dirt bikes. So why not put the proper amount of time in and get some uh, impressions and some gear results out to you guys there. So it has been fun, man. I, I like doing this stuff. Hopefully we're going to uh, continue on with this. I know I'm going to do a mid-level brand type of gear impression as well. Michael Allen's going to work on an off-road style gear impression. So I'll have him up here in the studio and we'll wrap about off-road stuff because honestly, durability is key. For off-road gear, a little bit different than moto, where function, um, lightweight feel, ventilation is also very key in moto. Maybe not so much tipping the scale on the on the durability side, but um, off-road, nonetheless, there's a lot of you guys out there that do it and want a long-lasting set of gear. And there's a lot of these companies that I mentioned here today that have brand-specific off-road gear. So I think that's very cool. So it caters to you guys out there listening that ride the trees, the woods, and uh, the wide-open des. Again, if you guys have any questions about this stuff, if I didn't cover something that you may want to know about, we have an open-door policy here. Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. No matter what, we will try our best to get back to you. When I mean, <laughs> And when I mean we, it's most of the time as me, but if I don't know something, I will hand that email over to Michael Allen. He is... A godsend. He helps me out a lot. So, uh, yeah, one of us will get back to you, and we will give you some honest feedback and honest answer, and hopefully that will help you continue to purchase things that are right for you and not just wasting your money. If there's one thing I hate is wasting money. I am not a big spender. I don't like to blow my money on a bunch of shit. When I'm 70 years old, I want to have some money in the bank, yet I still want to go ride a dirt bike. Yep, I still want to ride a dirt bike at 70 years old, 
and have a good time. I don't know how many of you guys listen out there in this whole motorcycle world that want to ride when you're 70 years old, but man, I do. I love it. It's one of the the few things on this earth that uh, we have that really cleanses your mind and, man, just makes you have so much fun. I love it, man. It's great. And then having a nice gear setup while you get those bangers is not a bad thing either. So so please support the advertisers that support this podcast. We've got a couple new ones coming on for next year. I think we're only going to do two more episodes this year of this podcast, and I'm going to take two weeks off and regroup and get ready for 2020. Got a lot of things going on next year. A couple things are changing. I'm adding another element to Kiefer Inc. testing, as you guys will hear here very soon. I know that uh, some of you guys have already heard I will be part of the Racer X family for 2020. But rest assured, nothing is going to change over here at Kiefer Inc. testing. We will do this podcast. We will give you the straight-up truth. We will talk shit. We will have a great time, have laughs. But more importantly, get you the information that you guys deserve out there from a media company. I want to bring some of that over to RacerX, but we will be doing some of that video element over on RacerX. So if you guys like a video portion of testing, you guys can head over to RacerXOnline.com. And then also you can go to KeeferInkTesting.com to get an article, get a written article, get the, the podcast over here. So we're going to try to cover all different kinds of angles and uh, get the most information out there to you. So uh, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Again, hit me up if you have any questions. And uh, hopefully you guys have a great week. Keep it on two wheels, and I will see you very soon. Beep, 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 beep.